So do you know which one we're starting with? Do you have a preference? Um, My preference will be what's your number because it's the tab I have open. <laughs> All right. I've got them right next to each other, but sure. Sounds good. Let's get that one over with quick. This is based on a book. Jesus Christ. Um, I think I like that title better. 20 times 20 a times lady. a lady? It's yeah. way better. Class it up a little bit. You could have had some fun for old time's sake. Oh, you know, even if it didn't raise my number, I can't afford to waste any more time on guys like him. Wait, wait, wait. That's what this is about? You don't want to raise your number. That's why you won't sleep with me. I don't know why girls care so much about the number anymore. You guys all have this ideal girl in your mind. And if our number gets too high, we can't be that girl. The ideal girl? Tell me about it. You know, you can take her home to the family. She's smart but not smarter than you and she bakes apple pies with your mom and plays catch with your handicapped sister but then when you're alone she takes off her glasses and puts on a vinyl catsuit that girl doesn't exist if she did i'd be sleeping with her and what kind of guy cares about how many people you slept with anyway decent guys hello can you hear me yep yes (laughs) sorry it it wouldn't it didn't uh it didn't tell me that you had called michael until it had already missed so i'm sorry that's fine I just uh, went ahead and roped uh, this asshole in. That's Dave. You've talked to him before. (laughs) This asshole. That sounds about right. That's fair. Oh, Everybody ready? Everybody good to go? Yeah. Yep. All right, Natasha, you've been through this shit before. I don't know why you decided to come back, but uh, we appreciate it. Two times. (laughs) Yeah. This actually will, uh, yeah, I think you'll you'll have the record for a while as far as the amount of episodes you've been on because I don't, we have some people coming back, but they're still going to be behind you. So yeah, you'll right. be the reigning champion for a while. That's nice to be good at something, right? <laughs> Putting up with you two. That is that's uh, impressive. Though. I think I will, u- I will use that clip to kick off the show. The music will play. Good to be good at something, I guess. <laughs> So uh, that voice you just heard uh, before the theme music kicked in that's so happy to be back is Natasha from the Rad-Ass Bitches uh, holding down the record and so enthusiastic about it here on The Grand Gesture. Natasha, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone else was thinking it. Like, good Lord, why does she like to talk to those people so much? Especially that Dave character. Just awful. He's the worst. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh before we get into it tell uh people a little bit about uh what you do over at the rat ass pitches uh and also you're at least in my neck of the woods uh well known for covering like conventions because we just had one uh in lexington that i've seen your facebook posts about yeah so um the rat ass pitches is myself and uh, my co-host leila um we talk about um, pretty much any manner of topics that we don't, you know, focus on like pop culture so much, but we cover dating and, um, politics and all of that good stuff. And, uh, from the point of view of two early thirties working girls. So, but not like the Melanie Griffith anyway. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, but yeah, so that's the podcast you can find us on, um, on Podbean, Um, and then, I had a blog called Kentucky Geek Girl, but I'm actually launching a new 
a new blog project called Nat 20. So that'll be coming soon. Dave, he whipped his head up. He <laughs> likes that name. Go I ahead. Do. I like out out yourself name. as a dork, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like that needs to be done. I mean, I'm a podcast. I do it all the time. Like, come on. <laughs> I remember in our Moonlight review insisting that the film was lesser because it did not include a sequence of the main character playing D&D. I remember yeah. that. And you let me hang out to dry on that one. But yeah, you were I thinking it too. Will. No, you were thinking it. I know you were. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Nat 20. You know what? That's my end. What's your number? Right? That's the best nice. I've got as far as transition here. Actually, <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, I mean, for you. Not yeah, bad. not bad. Uh, would have been better. Dave, you were sort of lamenting they didn't use the uh, book title, 20 Times a Lady, which would have been better for Nat 20. Uh, but yeah. in this film, we have Anna Ferris as Allie Darling, which um is a name i don't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like such a such a romantic comedy name. yeah it, it is um and then her neighbor colin played by chris evans which i think i would prefer if he was just named chris because i think chris evans just always looks like chris uh yeah. it is about these two and how they're navigating mainly her love life uh she's a little bit freaked out him not so much uh but the the meet cute uh, here is uh, basically uh, one hand washing the other. Um, she has, uh, Dave, you're, you're laughing as if that was something sexual here. <laughs> Just thought you were going somewhere else. Please continue. Look, you know, you know, for a very, uh, very much a sex comedy. I mean, it's a, the central plot is about this woman, uh, I guess, slut shaming herself. Uh, or her friends and family doing so, putting some sort of scare tactics in with the help of a Marie Claire uh, magazine article, which basically says that, uh, and I don't know what sort of scientific evidence was <laughs> presented here. Uh, <laughs> none, probably, since it's a romantic comedy. Uh, this article. No, there was, a, there was a whole scene where they talked about it was done by a doctor at an Ivy League school, Mike. Come on. Is that enough this? evidence? Is that just. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't seem to remember that sequence of Moneyball where the Brad Pitt's just like some guy in Stanford said this, so just Good go enough. with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Allie Darling has been scared by this magazine, her friends and family, uh, that she's had too many lovers in her life, and twenty uh, seems to be the magic number that uh, once you break that, uh, it becomes very difficult to find a husband. So. She's next door neighbors with a ladies' man, uh, played by Chris Evans, uh, and they help each other, if that's better, Dave. Um, <laughs> he comes over to help her get rid of her, I guess, last mistake as she sees it with her boss that's just fired her, which I think we can all agree probably was a mistake, um, even without the numbers, sleeping with the guy yeah. who just fired you. Uh, Whether it's not. two or nineteen, doesn't mm, matter. He's still an asshole, call. and he's played by Joe McHale, so he's like really playing up the asshole factor. Yeah. So uh, her neighbor Colin comes over to basically force Roger to leave, uh, and then he gets to hang out uh, in the hopes that whatever <laughs> latest girl he's had over will leave his apartment uh, just through his absence, which 
is a tactic. I don't know. <laughs> one way to do it. I don't know if it's the safest <laughs> one. Yeah, just to leave, you know, your just home. Leave all your stuff there. Yeah, and just hope that they... <laughs> Bad call. Yeah, go. I mean, he could have done the Derek Jeter thing and left a gift basket or something, like, <laughs> knowing that they that's what they're supposed to take. I don't think he rolls like Jeter. I don't think he's got that kind of income, so... No, no, he does not. Okay, so, so our meet cute are, you know, we're introduced these two uh, not in the hopes of that they're going to couple up, but that they're going to help each other uh, untangle themselves from whatever sort of romantic endeavors they're involved in. So I'll kick it to you, Dave, because I know you're negative. Usually I go with the guests, but since you're so damn hateful, I'm hoping <laughs> Natasha's more positive. How Almost does this, guaranteed. How does this meet cute work for you? Does it set up an idea in your head that these maybe these two should be together, or do you just – want them to remain as partners in crime as such. See, when you brought up the meet cute, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that, you know, the first time they see each other, Chris Evans is basically naked wearing nothing but a towel. That's going to I happen numerous times. With, Look, I'm, that, I'm not... That's what you're going with. One hand washes I, the other. I thought that's where you were going. I see where <laughs> but, your deviant mind is. Continue. Right. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I think... I think the... A lot of times we will complain about these movies because we don't root for them to get together right away. And I think this has the opposite problem is it sets up this whole ridiculous plot of like, oh, he's going to help her and she's going to help him. And the whole time I feel like we're just kind of biding our time until these two end up together. It's kind of an obvious setup. We know it's a romantic comedy. We know they live across the hall from one another. Like this is going to happen eventually. So all these hoops that we have to jump through for the first 80 minutes of this movie, I'm just like – Honestly, like I had a hard time caring about, you know, the kind of ridiculous path we're going on where he's like kind of a private detective and helps her, but then doesn't want to help her because like, no, that guy might be good. So I'm not going to I'm not going to show you where he is because I might lose out on my shot. And it was just like, I don't know. None of that stuff really worked for me. I think when the two of them are together like when they're interacting, that stuff works. But all of this excess of her going through these other 18 or 19 guys and trying to find the one that got away, like to me, none of that stuff worked. And it was kind of painfully unfunny for me to watch. Yeah, so for the longest, longest time, though, you weren't that negative. But uh, then you resume. It's in your Just nature. the hammer at yeah. the end. <laughs> Just have to be a dick. Uh, yep. <laughs> Natasha, uh, I hope you're a little more positive on Chris Evans' uh, naked private eye. How about that, Dave? I'd watch that movie. I bet you would. Can we have that movie? Next <laughs> time. Damn right Next I time. Would. Natasha, what do you think about this couple as we're introduced to them? Um, I actually agree with Dave. Oh, I, no. I re- sorry. <laughs> I rewatched right. it. It had, been, it had been a long time since I had seen it. I rewatched it. And I, I agree you, you, we get presented with her dilemma, his, his, I mean, can you call it a dilemma? I don't, I don't know, but maybe his situation. And I really feel you're just waiting it out because it's a romantic comedy. There is a formula to these things and you're just kind of expecting it to come along at some point. All right. Well, I don't want to be too negative here. There's some some of what I agree with with Dave, uh, and we had, we had sort of texted about it, like because I, I had seen this before and I thought yeah, it was cute. And I remembered the stuff I remembered was a lot of Chris Evans and a lot of Anna Ferris just hanging out together, just kind of shooting the shit, uh, complaining, sort of just about their lot in life. Which these are two beautiful people, 
who, you know, their main problem is there are too many people that want to sleep with them. Is, 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 you know, I what hate it when that happens. Yeah, what the so it's very, it's very sitcom <laughs> level kind of plotting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, uh, to what Dave was alluding to, you know, the central premise of her uh, having a set number that she thinks that she's hit, uh, it gets in her head. I guess it's Chris Pratt, the other Chris here. Um, that she disgusting Donald. <laughs> yeah, that she runs into. Yeah. I can't believe that he said that we were just friends. Like I was the embarrassment. He had man boobs, big hairy ones. God, I can't believe it's the same guy. He looks so good now. He even looks taller. Let him get better with age. I mean, you said yourself, Eddie used to be a total douche. People change. You're right, Daisy. You're a genius. I don't have to be celibate or go over twenty. What do you mean? Donald can't be my only ex who's gotten better with time. Huh. Okay. Love you. This is probably one of the more unlikable elements of her character is um, she's buying into this idea that you can only have a set number of sexual partners. Uh, but she's also like more so inspired by, I guess, the rising stock of Chris Pratt, who <laughs> she like, feels like she missed out on someone and she like was dating them at the wrong time in their life. And so she's going to go back and basically peruse all of her exes to see which one is, I don't know, successful, uh, better looking now, or just at a better place in his life. And that's the time she wants to buy in. And yeah. that's that's probably the hardest buy-in from the audience, I think, with this Allie Darling character, is what she's doing is not very pleasant. Like, you know, I don't agree with what she's doing to herself, but I also, like, I don't want any of these people to get back together with her either. Because it's like... Right. You miss that window, and poor Chris Evans. <laughs> the movie really bends over backwards to show poor Chris Evans is like she's just <laughs> ignoring him, and he's half naked most of the time. He's such a nice dude. Uh, he doesn't care about her number because you know, he doesn't care about his number either, and he just genuinely likes hanging out with her. And she's going to try to make everything work with all these people, good or bad, uh, who have moved on with their lives, and she is not. That's the biggest problem with it, and also to what Dave said a lot of those sequences feel like very forced jokes. Like the one, the accent, the accent one, the accent sequence. Oh my God. There's Simon. He looks good for a guy going through a divorce. Ali darling. Is that you? Before you take my order, I do feel compelled to explain why a single straight man (laughs) is having IT by himself on Beacon Hill. Well, um, I'm just so homesick that I, Kill for anything English. <laughs> Simon, I can't believe it. What are the chances? It, it's brilliant to see you. It is brilliant. Simon, this is my neighbor, Colin, but he has to go now. <laughs> no, I don't. Cross Simon off the list. What happened? My British accent was a little rusty, and halfway through darts, I started sounding like Eliza Doolittle. Bloody hell! I'm rubbish at this! So you were were saying you got sacked? Yeah, losing me job wasn't the end of the world. Hmm. Still got me mates and a roof over me head. I don't need much, just a room somewhere far away from the... Golden eyed air. And then when I tried to pull out of it, for some reason I panicked and went full Borat. So, big old dancing? 
Like how I, I mean, it just it boggles my mind that they would even put this in here. Like I get I get the joke, but then it becomes this thing like you are trying to get back to get back together with this guy to bury him, right? Like that's the whole that's the whole plot. How are you gonna explain this to your family? How are you gonna explain the fact that you that your parents and your sister, none of them have accents. They've never been to England, but magically, like, it was just like, okay, it's a bridge too far. Like, I can't, like, this is never going to work. Why are you trying to push this as a relationship that might work for the long term? My, uh, <laughs> my wife who didn't watch all of this movie, but she would kind of like pop in. Uh, and, you know, usually for like the Probably grand... better. <laughs> well, I was going to say for the grand gesture episode, she's usually more receptive to them. Like, oh, you're doing like, you know, light romantic comedy as opposed to what, what are you covering this week? Schindler's list. I don't think I want to watch that. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? this? Yeah. Week? yeah. Um, but this one, she just happened to pop in most of the time when it was a sequence chasing down one of the exes and she would that, look at the I, screen and then she would look at me with such judgment. And I was like, I didn't write the fucking thing. <laughs> like what? <laughs> in particular, the one where she revisits uh, a guy who's, uh, I guess, become a gynecologist. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, and she looks at me. And it's like, she's like with simmering rage at me now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I bet he's not going to recognize her until he looks at her vagina. And then that yeah. plays out that way. And I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that is the joke they're going I for. I love it. Like you're getting judged by your wife and as I'm watching it, getting texts from me, like cursing your name. Like you just can't <laughs> win. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the central plot, not a lot to hang your hat on here. So let's, let's move on to the breakup here. Um, where I guess once again, <laughs> Allie Darling, not too likable because, um, the only thing I guess you can say against Chris Evans here is that he is, uh, lied through a mission that he has attained the, um, the number of Jake, her ex, which I guess is like the one, like, you know, it's like, yep. that's the one that, uh, Rich. Side unseen, it's like he's yeah. probably still good. Like that's the one. That's the one I should probably get a hold of. Um, and what makes it worse is I believe that's after they've had their sort of like uh, basketball horse date, where yet again they both get naked. And I text when you were bitching to me, Dave. I text you back and I was like, "Don't you like how positive it was about both parties being naked here?" Like that is good. Yeah, and that's rare in a romantic well, comedy in particular, or in any movie. Well, the, really. the the man is the beefcake here. It's not yeah. you know usually he's get, naked more than anyone else. Yeah, you usually get something <laughs> very gratuitous with uh, whoever the female lead is, and they just try to get her in a state of undress, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe you see guys like shoulders or something as he's holding right. a naked woman in front and i actually really dug that. My wife really dug it too. She those are the parts she well, didn't complain about. She's a smart woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Equal opportunity, sexy horse date. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> equal <laughs> opportunity objectification too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. I think I'm not going to edit that uh, together where you both were trying to get in because. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, because end up being like <laughs> <laughs> Natasha starts to say equal opportunity, and then Dave cuts in with horse sexy date. Horse date. <laughs> <laughs> equal <right>. opportunity, sexy <laughs> horse date. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, As it should be. That's what we do here. Um, so the breakup is they've had a lot of fun, and uh, they've done shit that... Basically the stuff that we have disliked up to this point, her kind of making a fool of herself, trying to be really creepy and weird and get back with an ex, uh, 
she does kind of weird stuff with Chris Evans' character of Colin, and he's down for it. It's like, you know, he's like, hey, let's mm-hmm. just go jump uh, out by the harbor. Let's just jump in the water and just fuck around. And I think the next day they're going to what watch, they're going to watch wrestling together or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're two goofballs or whatever. Right. And she finds out that he's had the gall to maybe kind of form feelings for her. And she, Asshole. she, <laughs> that's his flaw, but she unleashes basically all of the, I guess, slut shaming she's feeling about herself onto him saying like, well, my friends tell me, and I can definitely see you're, you're someone that I would sleep with, but no one would settle down with you. Like you're just, you're just a plaything to be tossed away. Uh, like I said, the movie works really hard to make you feel sympathy for Chris Evans. Like he's being picked on. <laughs> well, and I- Poor, and, poor little Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the line, I think that line was that, was it her sister that said that? Or was, was it Heather Burns's character who, who gave her the, oh, he's not the type you settle down with line. I, I feel it like it was friend. Heather Burns. Yeah, I think it was. Which, it was for, which is interesting for me because he, she's always kind of like a, a romantic comedy darling. Um, and always kind of a really sympathetic character, but she was actually kind of a bitch. <laughs> just well, none of her side. friends were really great. Like none of this circle of yeah. friends. It was just like, let's talk about how many dicks have been inside you over drinks. <laughs> like, it was just like, God, what is happening? <laughs> circle of friends is terrible. So relatable. <laughs> <laughs> we have questions for you. <laughs> in your, your circle of friends. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Dave, that that must be like a California trait that you're just like, because when you said that, I was like, what's wrong with that type of harsh language among friends? <laughs> like you enter the, the no, gladiator the circle. Fine, the judgment mm-hmm. is not like there's that whole sequence right. where it's like you've had 20 dicks inside you. Well, not at once. Like, it's just like, what? <laughs> what is this conversation that we're having? Oh, my God. I'm actually kind of surprised that joke wasn't in the movie, considering like some of the punches that they tried to pull with it yeah so i'm guessing both of you all feel sorry for or you side with the chris evans character as far as you know if he had a small (laughs) duplicitous act here that was for the greater good of he's developed genuine feelings for Allie. sure okay and maybe trying to protect her from yet another disappointment okay well uh i'm kind of busy right now so i guess i'll just see you later Allie, wait 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 I don't want to hear any more lies. Uh, yes, Jake is back in town and I do have his number, but I didn't think that mattered now. Would you please just go? What about last night? I think we should just forget about last night. Because of Jake? No. Because you're not the kind of guy I'm supposed to end up with. What kind of guy am I, Allie? You're the kind of guy you date before you meet the guy you end up with, and I've already dated 20 of you. So you're going to try and make it work with Jake, a guy you haven't seen in years, just so you don't go over the number 20? It's not just about a number anymore, okay? Well, then what is it? It's what I want! You don't know what you want, Allie. You're so busy trying to be what everyone else wants you to be, you don't know who you are. At least I have relationships. You can't even hang out with a woman for 24 hours without sleeping with her. That was true until I met you. Well, 
I'm sure that if we had slept together, you'd be long gone by now because that's who you are, Colin, and that's who you'll always be. All right, whatever you say, Allie, you obviously have it all figured out. And I do know who I am. I'm someone who's not going to let another undeserving asshole into my heart or my vagina. Yeah, I mean, I I judge I judge the fact that he likes her at all after all this, after all these all interviews. Like I was like, Chris Evans, you could do better, sir. It's time to move on because <laughs> the neuroses are just piling up over here. It's a little much, but I, you know, I think it that actually works for the movie because this is jumping ahead a little bit, but it was, you know, it made sense that she's going to be the one who ends up doing the grand gesture as opposed to him. Like she's the one who has to kind of make up for all this, like not only the neuroses that have happened, but like, as you mentioned, Mike, this like kind of vicious attack out of nowhere, like just like essentially like no one will ever want to be with you. Like you're attractive, but that's all you got going for you. It's just like, well, that's unnecessarily harsh. I think he seems like a pretty nice guy. Seems like someone you want to settle down. To be fair. I mean, I would, I would have loved to have had that be the most vicious attack on me. Is you're so handsome and you have such <laughs> sexual magnetism. Yeah, no one will, no one will ever to want to settle down. They'll just want to have sex with you, Mike. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been in the same headspace as Chris Evans. <laughs> I would have been calling my friends. The coolest shit happened to me today. <laughs> I never believe what you said to me. It was amazing. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I think that that's that's something that obviously like if he if the grand gesture if anything on Chris Evans' part is just that he's been withholding that that person's name and number that he acquired because he wants to pursue this further. And I actually kinda of respect the character more that even though he's withholding that, he's still letting it play out at a pretty good pace as far as their relationship. Like he's interested in going on dates with Allie. Like he doesn't want to try to like rush things too much. Uh, which does lead us into the grand gesture that you're talking about, Dave. And I think you're just trying to get us through this episode in this movie. <laughs> you're just <laughs> no rushing <comment>. along. <laughs> uh, pretty standard uh, rom-com grand gesture, I think, as far as there's a big chase, you know, and there's like sort of like the ticking clock. Uh, and of course, we we have not one but two weddings. Um, one that she, the alley has to leave, and then another one uh, that she has to crash. So. Um, I'll throw it to Natasha first. Uh, what, if anything, about this grand gesture works for you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, I think that once, once she was able to, to, get up, to get his attention, basically, and they were a- able to you know, go off to the side and, and kind of hash it out, I think that, may, that really sold it for me. Um, I don't always buy into the, you know, go up on stage, make a big speech sort of thing. And I, I actually kind of like that they, they kept that pretty short. Um, you didn't really see like the whole, it didn't play out in front of the crowd the whole time. So I actually really like them being able to go off to the side and, and hash it out and not in front of a bunch of strangers. Cause why, why ruin a stranger's wedding with their bullshit? <laughs> like right. they don't care about the, the bass player in this, this wedding cover band. that they yeah. have. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, 
I think I should, I don't know if I should just skip Dave, but since it's part of our <laughs> <laughs> protocol here, uh, Dave, that anything, do it, Mike. <laughs> anything other than possibly the gender swap, uh, work for you as far as the grand gesture and what's your number? Honestly, I think this was one of the best parts of the movie. I, I liked the oh, grand okay. gesture. Actually. Um, I liked the fact that it wasn't, that it wasn't an easy grand gesture. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just like, well, I have the address and I'm going to show up and it'll be fine. Like she gets on stage, she embarrasses herself. And after that happens, he's still pissed at her because like now not only has she said these terrible things to him, but she's probably like ruined this job for him <laughs> and like probably won't get hired again by the, by whoever the wedding planner is. So she still has some work to do and she gets to give her speech and he listens and, and they, they work it out and that stuff really works. And I like there's there's an extra little bit of comedy where he like makes some reference to what his number would be and she has like oh I don't I don't want to know it's too much for me she's still not ready for that and I thought that stuff was really cute and I think like I said the two of them work well together and if the movie were to just focus on Anna Ferris and Chris Evans I think this movie works a lot better than it does so this whole grand gesture sequence that's all it is it's the two of them. I think Anna Ferris is a really good comedic actress. Like she's kind of like, you know, she, I think the first thing I saw her in was like scary movie, you know, and then she did the house funny and stuff like that. So she can do comedy. She can do physical comedy. She's, you know, gifted in terms of like kind of making herself the butt of the joke. And that's kind of what this whole sequence is. And it doesn't, I like Chris Evans, but I don't think he's the world's greatest actor. And this doesn't demand too much of him. He has to kind of be upset for a while and then look cool and then kiss the girl. And that's good. That's it's, it's in both of their wheelhouses. So this stuff, that sequence really worked for me. I think uh, what I liked best about it was the understanding from her sister. I, I liked that they didn't go that direction mm-hmm. that like uh, she has, you know, the grand gesture is worth more because she's in some way ruining her sister's uh, wedding. I like right. that. I like that her sister was somewhat like, you know what? My, you've taken too much shit. Like, you know, you deserve to be happy as well. Like, go for it. And uh, like, you'll probably ruin my wedding anyway. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Please. I know you well enough. <laughs> this isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you leaving <laughs> is probably the best thing yep. that can happen here. Uh, and I, I like that, uh, you know, I felt like there was sort of an accusation made about the Colin character that he's like a layabout. He has no aspirations, but uh, he spends a lot of fucking time on her problems, and like he's really like interested in her interests, like what she's truly interested in. Uh, and so seeing him, I uh, hadn't really thought about it before, but what you said, Dave, as far as you know, she's making a grand gesture, interrupting him. She's insulted him personally, and now she's coming to his job, and his job is still. It's practical, but it's still like clearly a passion of his. Like as far as music, it's not the coolest looking version of it just playing at a wedding uh but it's like you know i showed interest in your world and you slapped me in the face and to repay me uh this action of love is you're going to come to my world and try to ruin what cool shit that i do have left i don't know yet again the most impressive thing about this movie is how much sympathy is garnered by incredibly handsome chris evans Right. It's just yep. biggest problem is that there's so many women that want to be with him that he runs away from and the one he wants to be with uh insults him once. <laughs> and that's like <laughs> unheard Poor of guy. in this world. Yeah. Jesus. Um which is to say that, you know, I actually think that if they had not tried as hard to be a comedy in this film, I would have dug it a lot more. Because I think mm-hmm. what you were saying, they're both they have such natural chemistry, chemistry, natural comedic chemistry. You don't need the huge gags. You don't need Andy Samberg doing 
puppetry or any, you don't need that. You know, these oh my like, God. I yeah. forgot about that. Jesus. Yeah. Why'd you have to bring that up? Well, cause <laughs> it's scrolling on IMDb. It's one, of the, it's like one of the few clips you can click on. I don't know why. Uh, uh I have horrible. a feeling the numbers for this show is not going to be good. If people are going to IMDb and like, Hey, what's on the grand gesture this week? What is this horse shit? Uh, I apologize, yeah. Natasha. But um, all right, let's let's move we on have to another shot. Don't yeah, worry. we got another one coming up. Don't worry, uh, <laughs> Natasha's here every week or every other week, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's move on to uh, how we can make this personal. And I'm not going to get into anyone's sexual history or numbers here. What's your number, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, my wife. The only podcast that she listens to is this one. Uh, oh, so, so no. Yeah, uh, I wanna- um <laughs> uh, although i did date for uh quite a while a girl who if you had to put a uh celebrity pairing with as far as who she looks like anna ferris would have been it and she got told that multiple times maybe another reason my wife was like fuck this movie i don't know yeah <laughs> um all right so like there's some horrible joke to be made that you don't look like chris evans but i'm just gonna Aww. just gonna let that go Thank you, Natasha. I like. I mean, you didn't. You didn't actually come into defense, but you're just like that's uncalled for. That was a cheap shot. It's true, but it's uncalled. It was. It was what was left unsaid by Natasha that makes her a kind and decent person. (laughs) That's fine. Who does? You know, not even God looks like Chris Evans. So only Chris Evans. Um, All right. So not to get that personal, but has there ever been, and uh, we'll start with Dave yet again, because I want him to feel shame longer than our guest. Uh, Has there ever been something, maybe a forced realization on your part that you have become really hung up on that other people, uh, maybe like a Chris Evans sort, uh, don't see or don't necessarily agree with something you're beating yourself up for that has affected your relationships, be it friendships or romantically, uh, that you had to finally work out yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to an almost 40 year old student. So yeah, there's definitely, all right, keep it short. This is a 35 minute <laughs> podcast. Just pick one, your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to, try to keep it, keep it to a limit there. But yeah, I mean, I think um, there were definitely periods of time where I didn't feel like I was worthy of being in a relationship. Cause like, you know, I don't have a career yet. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not stable financially. Uh, and then people I was with was like, uh, we don't really give a shit. Like we don't really care. None of us are that stable. Like you're trying, I'm trying, it's fine. Uh, but it's something I definitely had to come to terms with was like, okay, I'm working really hard now to get to where I want to be. And just cause I'm not there yet doesn't mean I have to put the rest of these areas of my life on hold. So that's the thing I had to kind of work through is be like, okay, I have a lot of, uh, I have a long way to go, but it doesn't mean that I have to stop enjoying life or being with people that I care about. Okay. Not too bad. I mean, I'm sure there was something far more shameful that you could put number yeah, one. Probably. But this Not is a that me, yeah, right? family friendly show. So, all right, Natasha, your turn. <laughs> um, I, uh, had, a friend who was um, very open about her um, kind of sexual, you know, pursuits and things like that. She even blogged about it. And for, for a time I felt really um, inadequate. I was like, Oh my gosh, how can I compare, you know, like I, it's, it's one of, it's, kind of awful when you compare yourself to other, yourself to other people. Um, but I was like comparing myself to her and thinking, well, 
I mean, you know, what, what do I have to offer? <laughs> and it really just took some, you know, self reflection and like, Oh, well I'm awesome. And all of these other, all, all of these great ways. And, and she's awesome in a, in a, in a lot of great ways. So we can, we can be awesome um, and be awesome at the same time. And you don't have to compare yourself to other people. So, yeah. All right, Mike, tell us about your shame. We want to hear your deep well, secret shame. Look, I, I totally understood where Allie and Colin are coming from. I just fucked too much in my life. That's just, yeah, <laughs> that's my okay. biggest shame. Let's get the real story now. <laughs> Um, okay, a real, a real version, since you don't want to get the sexy version, Dave, that's fine. Uh, we'll make that Patreon exclusive. That's right. <laughs> What's your number? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that I probably, um, saw it more from Colin's point of view as far as, um, I've, for the most part, I've always been in a fairly good mood, uh, in my life or pretty, pretty casual guy to hang out with. And when it comes to relationships, uh, I found that the people that were interested in me for that very reason, uh, once we would date for a while, would, <laughs> would almost attack me for like, is there not more to you? Like what? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Okay. And I'm just like, what? You know, what are you? You looking for like uh, some sort of abusive relationship here? Like what? It's like uh, uh, looking for a fight. And it's like I definitely have moments where I get angry and upset and. Uh, I apologize for that later, but uh, I've always found that to be sort of a, um, like a shallow attack to like <laughs> expect you to switch. Like, like I would feel like I'm being genuine that I'm acting one way when we first start seeing each other. And then after we've been seeing each other that I've not suddenly changed into someone else, <laughs> some, you know, <laughs> darker version of myself that uh, reveals all my flaws. I, I don't know. I feel like that's asking a bit much so that's that's why i liked the colin character so much is that he knows a lot about ally but he doesn't use that as far as like oh now that i have more information about your personal history and your personal life that puts us at a different level now he's still approaching it like person that she would just met at on the street as far as we'll hang out we'll have fun together let's do these like activities and he's keeping it very low-key and casual in a good way so that's that's been so when she like loses a family member of his. That's... Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's worth getting upset about. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> sure. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's uh, that that's been my experience is I've basically been accused of having no substance. And the twist here is they were they were exactly right. <laughs> they, just, they didn't have so the evidence. Yet. Are we are we is, do you lump your wife into this group of people that says you have no substance since she listens to the show or. Is that a fight you've had with her or just with previous no, relationships? No, I never that never actually came up. I think my wife would say I need to dial it down a little bit. So maybe I just <laughs> <laughs> You just found the right one. Yeah. <laughs> it's either, it's that chemistry or or maybe I have just treated our relationship differently. I, I don't know. Um but anyway, um we got through that. We didn't shout out our numbers, as I said. We'll have a Patreon. <laughs> if you want to buy my sexual history, I will put that on the buy Patreon. Buy my number? <laughs> yeah, behind a Patreon paywall. <laughs> so um, <laughs> before we do that, uh, I should probably let Natasha pimp out uh, her show and her stuff again because people are like, I don't want to hear any more out of him. So Natasha, <laughs> where can they find you if they want to interact with you? Sure. Um, I am on the Twitter at the divine underscore miss in. 
Um, and the new site will be nat20blog.com. You can also find us, when this goes live, we'll be at theradassbitches.com as well. All right. I think we survived. We got through yep, it. Yep, we made it. <laughs> okay. Um, <Jesus. laughs> you always that say something movie. like that. that <laughs> like That movie has scarred me. <laughs> no, shut up. At, at the end of every recording, you're like, Jesus. And you're like you're shaking your head times. like, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing that's with the time? That's mainly for you, Mike. That's, that's just that's for fine. you. Everyone's <laughs> asking too much of me. That's what I've decided. I'm going to cut all of you out of my life. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> I'll just come to Kentucky and hang out with all your (laughs) friends and your mom. It's not you. It's fine. Well, you'll have a good time. You won't without me. That's right. (laughs) 